Hi there. My name is Tyler Bopp, and I live in Whopperton, Michigan. It's a little town of the northern coast of the Upper Peninsula, and it is the greatest place in the world. My dad owns a candle shop near the center of town, and lately business hasn't been great. He blames the lack of tourism, which I find ridiculous because Whopperton is the greatest place in the world. I figure that the reason nobody else recognizes this is because the word hasn't gotten out on Whopperton. And therefore, I've created a podcast, the most popular form of entertainment, to show all that Whopperton has to offer. So please sit back and relax as I take you around my town. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 7, the one where I crack the whole case wide open. I'll admit, it may not seem like I have a handle on the case considering how things were left off after last week's fiasco. It seemed like I was left with only more questions and a killer hangover that taught me what true pain feels like. But even though my alcohol-clouded mind prevented me from knowing what Mr. Pierce's true intentions were, I now have recorded evidence that Pierce knew the whereabouts of Todd Watterson. And with boys like you going missing in the woods, you wouldn't want to end up in a sticky situation. And with boys like you going missing in the woods? Missing in the woods? How did he know Todd was missing in the woods? What did he mean by boys like you? Why did the glass of tap water he gave me have a citrus taste to it? The answer to all three? He kidnapped Todd and is holding him in the woods somewhere. It is now obvious and there are no other possible explanations. I have to get into that house and find the evidence to free Captain Burt. Unfortunately, Ranger Hoover told my parents about my spree in the woods and they grounded me. For a whole two weeks, they banned me from working in the candle shop. And with my one true love out of my life, I became lost. I wandered around town without a purpose, taking long walks by the river and poking the mud with a mossy branch. I walked from window to window, staring in at the customers of City Center for hours longing to be a part of their world until Dan Norbury told me I was scaring his customers and politely yet forcefully asked me to leave. It was while I was aimlessly floating around devoid of all purpose that I ran to James Pierce, failing to pull off an ollie down by the docks. He told me he was grounded as well, but had snuck out of his room and climbed through a secret tunnel him and his friends had dug underneath the back of the wall surrounding the nice part of town. Jackpot. James took me to the hall, and when I told him that I planned to break into his house and incriminate his father, he told me that the plan sounded pretty sweet. Many may say, Tyler, breaking and entering is a felony and you don't have the guts to commit a crime. To which I would say, why is my audience so aggressive to me? Followed by, while it is true that I am nervous to take on such a task, I have no other option. After talking to Officer Cranston about finding Todd in the woods, she told me that her people have combed every acre of the surrounding woodland and that there was no way they could have missed him. And that she was tired of me showing up every day with a new crackpot theory about Todd. Okay, she didn't say that last part, but I could see it on her face. My only option is to take the case into my own hands and solve it using any means necessary. Just like any good detective. This week's theme is the time-honored tradition of any family vacation, breaking and entering. The Pierce house is in a rich community surrounded by a big wall. I can think of no better place to commit a felony. I've wiggled my way through the tunnel under the fence and I'm now outside of the Pierce residence. As James has told me, their family went to the Lochran House for a community-wide Euchre tournament, meaning the house is empty. It's 10.20pm, and James has left the back door unlocked. He's asked that I take my shoes off before breaking and entering, and since he is the victim, I'm going to comply. Okay, 
The shoes are off and I'm now preparing to break, and then shortly after, enter. Break. And now enter. Ah! Ah! Who are you? I'm breaking and entering, I'm sorry. What? You're robbing us? No, I just wanted to find some incriminating evidence on Mr. Pierce. Oh. Well, uh, carry on. What? Go ahead. Aren't you... Uh, who are you? The name's... Jameson. I'm the Pierce family butler. Do you have a first name? No. Wait, the Pierce's have a butler? Most people here do. I was here a week ago. Why didn't I see you? Well, it's not like I live here. You can't expect me to be here every damn second of the day. I have my own house and... things. Then why are you still here now? I haven't finished my soup. You've already eaten five cans of their soup. Kid, are you going to stand there and get in between me and my cream of mushroom, or are you going to rob the place? I'm just breaking and entering. Then do it! Want to help me? Why would I want to help you? Because you hate your boss. Huh. How would you know that? You seem very fine with it breaking and entering. Hmm. Okay. Let me finish my soup first. Okay. Are you just going to watch me eat my soup? What else would I do? Alright, fine. I'll eat the soup later. Let's go rob the place. We aren't robbing the place. Well, then what are we doing? I just need to find evidence that Mr. Pierce kidnapped Todd Watterson. The delivery boy? I thought that weird captain did that. Captain Bird is innocent. Alright, alright. No need to get cold as gazpacho with me. I guess he would keep incriminating evidence in his study. Where's that? Over here. A lot of books in here. Don't be impressed. He doesn't read them. I take them all the time and he doesn't notice. Oh, do you like to read? No, I like to steal. These desk drawers are locked. Well, open them. I said they're locked. Open them. Get out your thieving tools. My what? Your thieving tools. Your, your lockpicks, your crowbars, your chainsaws. Did you not bring your thieving tools? I don't have any of those. Move over. There. Are you? You're just an actual thief, aren't you? Butlering only gets you so far in this economy, kid. Hmm, this drawer is mostly mail in here. Yeah, that's what it was last time I checked. You've broken into this drawer before? Uh, uh, of course. Why didn't you just tell me what was in there? Well, it's been like two hours since I last broke in there. He might have put something in there. I think you should go back to eating your soup. Oh, no, kid. You and I are accomplices now. We split everything 50-50. No. All right, you're right. 60-40, and Jameson gets the 60. We're not stealing anything. Then why have I taken five books since we got in here? How are you still their butler? I make really good tea. That's strange. I don't think it's that strange. It's just leaves and hot water. Pretty hard to mess up. Uh, no, he has a map of all the stores in City Center on his desk. Well, he owns the place. But there's a red circle around Hot Fish. That, that's Dan Norbury's store. Yeah, he also owns a red pen. Todd Watterson worked there. This could point to a premeditated plan. All right, uh, no offense, kid, but uh, a circle on some paper isn't really incriminating evidence. Maybe not. But it at least points us in the right direction. 
Are there any other- Would you stop stealing books? Hey, Moby Dick's a classic! Are there any other places Mr. Pierce works? Uh... He sometimes brings work into the family room when waiting for James to get home. Let's go there. He was working there last night because he heard James sneak out. James, what a piece of work. You really aren't the picture of morality yourself. I'll have you know that on the first Sunday of every month, I take a train to volunteer at the soup kitchen. And you drink most of their soup. They're robbing a house right now! Breaking and entering. Oh, robbers have to break and enter before robbing. Hmm. He has profit reports on this table about the copper mine. Yeah? They look terrible. The mine's barely giving any money. Jeez. Makes me feel bad about taking their soup. No, it doesn't. <laughs> You're right, I don't care! Uh, I guess they keep it around for historic purpose. Their great-grandfather, Sawyer Pierce, followed his compass right to Whopperton and decided to found a mine. You mean Sawyer Pierce and Quinn Montgomery found the mine? Quinn? Who is Quinn Montgomery? Ted Montgomery says his great-grandpa Quinn found the mine with Sawyer Pierce. Hmm. I've never heard the name Montgomery. Sounds poor. He owns the History Museum. So he's poor. Wait. These are the Watersons' rent papers. You really like boring stuff, huh, kid? I didn't know Pierce owned their house. That... Are you done? Oh, yeah, continue. Whatever. I didn't know Pierce owned their house. That gives him another connection to Todd Watterson. Oh, he owns plenty of people's houses. These are the only rent papers he has out. Okay, I guess that's a little strange. The Watersons are behind on their rent. Okay, I guess that carries some weight. There's got to be something else here. Well, Mr. Pierce only really spends time in the study and out here. What other rooms in the house are there? Nothing of note. The kitchen, the basement, the master bath, the kitchen, that weird closet thing under the stairs, the soup cabinet in the kitchen, the kitchen... Wait, stop. What's in the closet? I don't know. I've never been in there. You've been robbing this place for years and you've never been under the stairs. Of course not. That's where Harry Potter had to stay in those movies. That has nothing to do with anything! Have you seen those movies? The place is disgusting! No way am I going in there! It's probably covered in spider webs. Gross! We're going in there. D did you not hear the thing about the spider webs? I'm opening the door. Are you insane? Go eat your soup! The spiders will get in my soup! Let go of me! No! James, why can't you just congratulate your brother on winning? Tyler? Master Pierce! Thank all this good you are here. I was just trying to take down this thief. You were helping me. I am loyal to no one. I tried to subdue this boy when I caught him only moments ago robbing you. Breaking and entering. He ate all your soup. I'm calling the police. Mom, it's fine. I know him. Tyler, what are you doing here? It's over, Mr. Pierce. I know about your plot to ruin Dan Norbury and the Watersons by kidnapping Todd Watterson. What? I didn't kidnap Todd Watterson. That dirty sea captain Bert did. You aren't lying. Of course I'm not lying. Why would I kidnap a boy? But Dan's restaurant is circled in red on the map in your office. That map is in a locked drawer. Thief! The police are on their way. Mom! Tyler, I circled their restaurant to remind myself that I don't own the building. I cared so little about those properties that I assumed I owned them all, and I kept accidentally sending them a bill for rent even though they bought their building off me years ago. What about Watterson's rent statement sitting by your chair? I was figuring out if I could cancel their overdue rent due to the tragedy that struck their family. Oh. Well, what about the closet under the stairs? What about it? Yeah, what about it? What are you keeping in there? To be honest, I don't know. Then it's probably not worth looking into. I want to see what's in it. Fine. I don't think you should. 
What the hell? What is it, honey? Is it spiders? Accounting 101? Finance for dummies? <laughs> That's certainly weird. James, are these yours? Uh, well... Why are you studying finance and accounting? Um, okay, fine. I was trying to get ahead for college. But you're going into HR. It's what we need for the company. Dad, I don't want to work for the family. What? I want to go into finance and accounting and maybe start my own business. But you're my oldest son. I know you're giving everything to Liam. He's better at everything than me. James. Thanks a lot, Tyler. James! Now might not be the best time, but I was hoping I could get Friday off to go to the soup kitchen. Thank you to the Pierces for a great breaking and entering. I've decided that the next place to go on our fantastical tour of my town is the police station again. After re-listening to earlier episodes, I felt that we did not do the station justice and that it was imperative that we freely return to the station of our own will and fill in the story. Are you narrating? As you may remember, in charge of the station is Officer Cranston, a no-nonsense police chief who has little patience for misunderstood detectives who don't play by the book. I cannot believe you right now. I can think of no better person to interview. No! Stop narrating! I can think of no better person to interview Did you hear me, Tyler? I said stop narrating. Stop recording. I can't. I need to document my discoveries. You broke into a family's home tonight, Tyler. You committed a genuine felony. You don't know how lucky you are that there aren't pressing charges. I did what I had to do. How can you possibly say that? Now I know Mr. Pierce wasn't the kidnapper. Of course he wasn't a kidnapper. I know that now. You were just in here this week ranting about how you saw Todd in the woods, so why wouldn't you go look there? A detective always follows his gut. You're a kid, Tyler. A kid! You aren't some genius detective who can solve any case because those just don't exist. Nobody has that ability. Nobody can walk around like they own the world breaking into any house they want because there are laws. An actual person has disappeared and could be starving in the wilderness or trapped in some sick person's basement or worse. And, and you're treating this like a game, so stop playing make-believe. You used to be such a good kid. You just stay with your parents and be quiet and polite, never heard a fly. Now you're just being a... A nuisance? Yes. A freak? A weirdo? No, nuisance does the trick. I know that I'm annoying. I know I talk too much and say things I shouldn't say, but my best friend is in jail and needs my help. He's a criminal, Tyler. He's my only friend. The only one who never finds me annoying and he's innocent. Yesterday we got an anonymous tip. They said there was a hidden compartment in Captain Bird's boat right underneath the steering wheel. We found it, and inside was one of his knives. It was covered in dried blood, and after running some tests, we found out it was Todd's. What? I'm only telling you this because we plan to announce tomorrow that we're putting him on trial at the end of the summer. I don't know. He's innocent. I'm so sorry you had to find out this way, Tyler. Uh, no, he's innocent. It's hard proof, Tyler. H he was framed. I, I can prove it. Did you listen to anything I said, Tyler? You're not a detective. I can go into the woods. I, I can still find him. You've done enough, Tyler. You've broken into homes, terrorized families. You had Ranger Hoover worried sick getting drunk with those teenagers. You've done enough. Drop it before you hurt someone else. 
I'm calling your parents to pick you up. I don't want to see you here again, okay? Just stay out of trouble. Thank you all for listening, and I'm sorry for making you a part of this. Next week, I give up. What a cliffhanger. I can't believe we have to wait a whole week to figure out if Jameson got his time off. I mean, the soup kitchen needs him. Jameson the Butler was played by Spencer Gallagher, who makes equally chaotic music on Apple, SoundCloud, and Spotify under the name 21 Spendex. Coco from the hit TV show Chuggington was voiced by Bridget Harrington. Oh, and she also voiced Chief Cranston. I just felt that was less important. You can find more about Bridget on her website, BridgetHarrington.com. James Pierce was voiced by Vincenzo Torsiello, who I stole a clip of music from. Here it is. Listen to him on all platforms. Seriously, get in on the ground floor. Mr. Pierce was played by Matt Hawkins. Mrs. Pierce was played by Isabella Garcia. And last, Tyler Bopp was played by Declan Grogan. That felt amazing. My Town is written, produced, and edited by Declan Grogan. Music by Emmett Hoosman. You can find more of Emmett's awesome music at emmetthoosman.com. Rate the podcast so the show does well. There's no joke this week because we're at the show's emotional low point. See you next week, and good night.